And now, on with the show. Hallelujah. First try. Welcome, everyone. Here we go. It's Weekend Watch, a production of the Three Guys One Up Podcast Network. I am your host, Spencer, here with Keith. Yo. And David. Hi. Hi. Uh, we're here to talk about, uh, you know, movies and shows, stuff you should check out on your favorite streaming service this weekend. Uh, we don't have a theme this week, so let's uh, j- let's jump right in. Keith, why don't you go first? Yeah, I'll start us off. I dug in and found one of my favorite movies. We've talked a little bit about Mel Brooks a couple of times here on this show. Over the past, what, almost two years we've been doing it now. And I found streaming Robin Hood Men in Tights. One of my absolute favorites. Um, this is obviously a Robin Hood story, so uh, it doesn't take much of a synopsis to tell you about it. But it's told in a very Mel Brooks way with a very Mel Brooks cast. And it's... Probably my favorite version of Robin Hood ever made. Uh, It's spot on the entire time. You know, we get a young Dave Chappelle in there as well when he was when he was still funny. He was actually really funny. (laughs) I don't know. I know you guys have have seen this probably countless times. Probably a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is one of those movies that you just keep watching and. After watching it again, it holds up every single time I watch it. This will never get old. And it's probably one of the, I don't know, safer picks from Mel Brooks. Uh, Not like any of his stuff is like overly vulgar or anything, but this one is pretty tame and still absolutely hilarious. I mean, there is a pretty graphic shadow boner scene. Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that, yeah. it's not i wouldn't i wouldn't exactly say kid friendly that being said i'd probably watched it the first time when i was like eight yeah, yeah i was pretty young when i watched this the first time i mean uh, there's no springtime with hitler happening or anything like that you know it, it's oh, it's come a, on the producers is way tamer than this <laughs> maybe maybe you're right uh maybe i guess as as uh, it is pretty political. I don't know. For some reason, I always saw this one. Maybe it's because it was just odd Comedy Central, like all the time growing up. <laughs> that so. this one is just like one of the more easygoing of the the Mel Brooks films. It is an easy watch, that's for sure. Um, I would say it's probably his purest parody. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of other ones, you know, like Spaceballs is obviously a parody. Probably, eh, all right, tied for space, tied with Spaceballs. Yeah, but high anxiety. Yeah, what was high anxiety parody? I haven't seen that movie in ages. I guess it's not really a direct parody of anything. More so like a Hitchcockian parody, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just always associated this one as his most parody film. It's such a pure parody. Like, uh, you know, it's telling the Robin Hood story, but there's a joke every 20 seconds. It's it's 
modern stuff in a medieval setting and that's funny and you know i don't know it just feels it just feels like his best parody in my opinion yeah i could agree with that for sure i don't know i put this uh, as much as i love space balls I, I would put this one kind of higher on my list than space balls i think space balls is his worst movie yeah you might so, be right in that there's there's some that aren't my favorites but yeah i i, I don't know not like I dislike any of them, though. I fucking love Mel Brooks. Fair enough. But yeah, really, go watch this one really again. Like space <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say <laughs> this movie has bad critic ratings. Yeah. Does it really? It's forty-one yeah. percent on on Rotten Tomatoes. Eighty-one percent audience score. It's pretty pretty polarizing there. Yeah, I don't get it. So Carrie Elway plays Robin Hood. Dave Chappelle plays Achu. Uh, who who was it? <laughs> who played Maid Marian? Amy Yazbek. She was a looker in the day, huh? Yeah. She still is, bro. Well, I haven't seen a picture of her recently. <laughs> <laughs> I love her over-the-top hammy acting in this. is so, so good. fucking great. <laughs> It was so awesome. She does such a perfect damsel. Yeah. Man, why wasn't... And I know it's not like he was a small star, but Carrie Elway is a fucking superstar, man. Everything he's in, like, I I love him. I love him so much. The looks he gives, his comedic timing, the guy is just a gem. I'm trying to think of more offbeat Carrie Elway roles now, and I'm coming up with Saw. Yeah. And uh, Liar Liar. Oh, I forgot he was even in Liar Liar. Oh, that movie sucks ass. That movie's a gem. (laughs) Anyway, you can watch Robin Hood Men in Tights on Hulu right now. I highly suggest you do. Great fucking movie. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, Fuck it. I'll go next. Uh, my first recommendation today, I've got a bit of a, my own little theme going here. Uh, it is the Paramount Network original show, Yellowstone. Uh, this was a show created by Taylor Sheridan, the guy who we've talked about a fair bit. He did uh, Sicario. Wind River was one we talked about recently. Um, fuck, what was the other one? Hell or High Water we did. Uh, those yeah. who wish me dead. We've talked about all, a bunch of his stuff and he created this, this series Yellowstone uh, where my synopsis go here. Uh, focuses on the Dutton family and the patriarch John Dutton played by Kevin Costner, who controls a giant ranch in Montana operating in a corrupt world where politicians are compromised by influential oil and lumber corporations and land grabs make developers billions Uh, amid shifting alliances, unsolved murders, open wounds and hard earned respect. Dutton's property is in constant conflict with those it borders an expanding town an Indian reservation and America's first national park. Um, This is just as gritty as, and, 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 just downright fun as you would expect it to be coming from, from Sheridan. Um, fun, <laughs> fun. I think it's fun. He has a, he has a different idea of fun, but yeah, I guess I get <laughs> it's good, gritty fun. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like his other stuff. If you've enjoyed his other, his other work as a writer, uh, you'll love Yellowstone. It's political. It's, uh, it's criminal. There's a lot of, uh, the seedy underbelly of what they're doing to protect their land, uh, touches on a lot of social issues, even, uh, especially with the, the kind of dynamic between the, the white ranchers and the Indian reservation next door. Um, it's just, it's a really well-made show. It's, it's addicting how much you get into this. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I, I really thought it was great. Um, it, it paints this picture of the landscape emphasis there. And it's breathtaking is highly, highly engaging. Uh, the, um, a lot, a lot of real shit going down and um, it happens pretty quick. And I think that's what keeps you so engaged. You know, it feels like there's always something happening to someone on, on either side of that fence. And it always has something to do with the people on the other side of the fence. So it's, I don't know. I, I couldn't get enough. I started watching it and it's, I can't put it down. I just want this injected into my eyeballs constantly. Yeah. Talk about somebody who, knows how to write a modern western like every time he he puts his pen down he's another fucking smash western but he's not having to go back a hundred years to do it like it's it's so incredible how well he can do that yeah literally everything that he's written except maybe this tom clancy adaptation that i told you about before we started recording uh everything of his is a modern western hell or high water both sicarios wind river for sure um yeah it's phenomenal just phenomenal it's funny that you say that that he doesn't have to go back 100 years because he also decided to go back 100 years and has written and created a prequel series to yellowstone called 1883 that is just as good as yellowstone if not better yeah i'm gonna have to check that out too as soon as i make it through this like i'm only a a few episodes into to yellowstone and i've I've just got to keep binging, I guess. It's yeah. it's well worth the binge. Like don't stop. You'll you it, it just gets better and better. There's 3 seasons currently on Peacock. Uh the 4th season just finished airing. Um I don't know when it's going to be on Peacock, but I was so into it that I spent 20 bucks on Amazon to buy the season <laughs> and already finished that. So and they, I read somewhere that the fifth season should be expected sometime in the late fall. Awesome. Um, yeah, so check it out. It's on Peacock now. I think it's even on the free tier of Peacock, which is great. Uh, uh, I think just the first episode. Just, of yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, check it out. It's, Phenomenal. It's an hour and a half. So if you're in the air about this or Peacock, you you can go watch it for free. It's it's basically a, a short movie. So yeah. go dip your toe in and see how you like it. And I'm pretty sure you won't give it up from there because it's fucking amazing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right on. David, what do you got? First pick. Uh, my first one, I'll throw up a, a YouTube pick. We haven't done one of these in a little while. And this is something that I've been binging hard on uh, a lot lately. Um Mystics followed these two guys for a long time. Um, Shane Bagara and Ryan, I'm blanking on his last name entirely. I'm sorry. 
But uh, they've got a YouTube channel, Watcher. They've got quite a few different shows on their Watcher YouTube channel. I'm going to highlight uh, Too Many Spirits um, and and Puppet History. Uh, I, I love both of those shows. Too Many Spirits, the premise is these guys uh, sit down, make a couple cocktails, and they tell ghost stories sent in by Watchers. Um, as they get progressively more inebriated. And Puppet History is told it's a, as like a game show um, from this uh, puppet professor who uh, sings songs and, and tells stories about history. Uh, and these guys have a great chemistry. They're hilarious. Um, I, I love watching them bounce jokes off, it, off of each other. That uh, I really like the idea of taking drunk history and just making it ghost stories instead. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. This that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and the I don't I don't know who, who I the the guy that they got to make their drinks. For, I can't remember his name right now either. But um, Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. yeah. He's got a great chemistry is with them as well. I, he's just like. They they harass him too much as he's sort of amateurly making up these drinks, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's good shit. Like I said, these guys all have great chemistry, and I love watching them. They're not too overproduced. Um, they're nice and relaxed. They're, these are great videos to to put on and and uh, fall asleep to, and you know have on in the background as these guys are drinking. I like that. That sounds pretty awesome. I'm definitely, I didn't have time to check it out, but, uh, you said the episodes are fairly short, right? Yeah. They're, they're pretty quick. They're, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes long. This one, the first one's 20 minutes. So that's not so bad. Not a huge time investment. Yeah. It's Very nice cool. to get a little morsel in here and there. Yeah. Very cool. And it's on YouTube. YouTube. You watch your channel. Too many spirits. Cool. Yeah, definitely going to check this out. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, let's, uh, let's move on. Keith, what do you have next? The next movie I have is one of my favorite buddy movies. This is one that I was looking to, to bring up during our, our buddy week. What was it? A couple of months ago, but it wasn't streaming at the time. But it is streaming now, and it is just a, a fun little movie. It is on Netflix. It's called I Love You, Man, starring Paul Rudd and Jason Segel, two of my favorite dudes out of um, the little pack of, what's his name, Judd Apatow guys, you know, yeah. that he kind of gathers together all the time. And um, it follows the story of... Um, Paul Rudd's character, Peter, who um, doesn't really have a whole lot of friends and doesn't have anybody to be his best man in his wedding. So his wife played by, or his fiance, I guess, played by Rashida Jones is um, encouraging him to go out and make friends. He he makes a, a friend in Jason Siegel's character, Sydney, and they they get into some just adult bro antics and it's it's a lot of fun watching these guys be idiots together and um this is this is what that i always come come back to it's it's just a a really fun movie 
Paul Rudd and, and Jason Siegel together, their chemistry is great. And I I can't stop laughing at, at this movie the entire time. It's not this my favorite by um by the Apatow crew, but it's definitely like one of the better buddy movies. I yeah. kind of forgot this movie existed. Um and you know the whole time I'm watching it, it's uh it's a bromantic comedy. Yep. That's it's <laughs> that's what I wanted to describe it as. You know, it's it's these two dudes sort of uh meeting and falling in in bromance and you know, it's it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, I agree. Uh like you said, their chemistry is undeniable. Um and it's just a a fun watch overall. Apparently the the guy who wrote and directed this also wrote Meet the Parents in the entire series. Oh really? I, yeah, I'd never heard his name, so I looked him up. That's cool. He I, wrote I, Zoolander too. I thought um I thought Ben Stiller wrote all that. Co wrote. He, he, he co wrote it with yeah. Ben Stiller and some other guy. Well cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Some awesome stuff. I I love that shit, but this this is a a really fun buddy movie, really easy watch. It's just goofy, zany. Sit down with your bros, crack a couple of beers, and slap at the bass. Slap at the bass. <laughs> Plus, Jesus, uh, I, I really about the guy that was farting in the house. That's one of the best scenes <laughs> in movie history. I fucking love that so much. Every time I see it. What was it with movies in the late aughts? Uh, every single, there were multiple movies that were all about how great Rush was. Yeah. Which is true. Which is true. But man, it was just like multiple movies right there. Like uh, Fanboys, Rush. I love mm-hmm. you, man. A lot of Rush. You know what was funny? I saw Rush live in like 2011, I think. And they had filmed a skit with Paul Rudd and, and, uh, the other one, the other Jason one, Siegel. yeah, Jason Siegel, like about them in character, like getting backstage at a rush show and they played That's it awesome. during the show, like at, during intermission, they played this little skit of them, like meeting rush backstage at a show. It was fun. That's fucking great. It's been long enough. I bet it's, I bet it's on YouTube somewhere. This is like, I don't know that that's gotta be pretty awesome for someone like jason siegel who's been playing kind of the same character since freaks and geeks who was trying to drum to rush in freaks yeah. and geeks. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic uh man where's it streaming again uh this one's on netflix netflix right on i love you man currently streaming on netflix um let's move on my second pick of the week is another Taylor Sheridan written show that just came out uh, in November on Paramount Plus, and that is Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, Mayor of Kingtown, Kingstown follows the McCluskey family in Kingstown, Michigan, where the business of incarceration is the only thriving industry. The family of power brokers between police, criminals, inmates, prison guards, and politicians tackle themes of systemic racism, corruption, and inequality. The crime thriller series provides a stark look at their attempt to bring order and justice to a town that has neither. Um, yeah, it's about this, this, this pair of brothers who serve as like informal inmate advocates and liaisons between 
uh, local prison staff and wardens and politicians and judges and stuff uh, and the inmates in this town that has like 10 prisons. Um, it's another really gritty kind of look at um, uh, another social issue, really, in car- mass incarceration uh, and all of the interwoven social issues that go along with that. Uh, Jeremy Renner plays the the main character, does a fantastic job with it. Um, and I, I don't know, I just, I really like it. Like I said, I could watch pretty much anything Taylor Sheridan writes and, and be glued to the TV until I'm through it. Do you guys have a chance to watch this at all? Yeah, I did. I got to get um, the first episode in, which was, it's an hour long. I don't know how long the subsequent episodes are, but I it really sucked me in. Uh, I want to watch more. My my wife, this isn't really her flavor, so um, that's why I kind of had to stop, pump the brakes on this one. But I am going to keep watching some more because, I don't know, the, the story is great. And I also just love Jeremy Renner, man. There's something about the guy that just keeps me glued to the screen. I like watching him. I really He's do. so likable. That's what yeah. it is. Like, there's something about him that is just like, he seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, and I don't want to look into it because I'm going to find out he's an asshole or something in real life, <laughs> and I don't want to know that. But even when he's playing like a, a hard ass piece of shit, it's like I like this guy. I like yeah. what this guy's got going on. Um, so it, this one really did suck me, and I, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm looking at some pretty trash, um, critic reviews. Thirty two percent. Yeah, I saw that too. I don't get why 88% audience score. That's like a pretty big gap. Yeah, that is huge, right? Like, I mean, at that point, I feel like I got to trust the audience more. Yeah. I don't know what they're seeing here. They're, they're saying it's too, too much gloom and grit. And it's like, well, it's about the prison system and gangs and like the forces trying to keep the peace. Like it's not one made me sad. What do you want? (laughs) like maybe it should make you feel a little uncomfortable because this is fucked up shit yeah i don't i don't know i don't understand i don't i don't get it i thought it was fantastic it seems like most people think it's fantastic um yeah i mean if you were going into it expecting fucking puppies and rainbows i don't know why you would but i i don't know i don't get it don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Check it out. It's Mayor of Kingstown, one season. All of it's available now on Paramount Plus. David? Same people that watched Oz expecting a yellow brick road. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into a butt. Uh, my second pick this week is something... I, I, I just got a random bug at my ass to watch this movie. It's a great horror movie that sort of exploits and turns tropes on their heads. Uh, it's Cabin in the Woods on Peacock right now. Um, when five college friends arrive at a remote forest cabin for a little vacation, little do they expect the horrors that await them. One by one, the youths fall victim to backwoods zombies. But there is another factor at play. Two scientists are manipulating the ghoulish goings-on. But even as the body count rises, there is yet more at work than meets the eye. Um, like I said, this movie 
this is a movie about horror tropes. It's sort of uh, it's it's about these uh, this group of teenagers that that go up to this cabin in the woods and and in the basement they discover a treasure trove of cursed objects. Um, they mess around with one and it sets off a, a string of events that leads them to. A, I mean, it, there's a twist at the end that probably shouldn't be uh, touched not- on too hard. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I know this movie's been out for like eleven yeah. years now, but it's such a fantastic twist. I don't want really to talk is. about it. <laughs> it yeah, really if you is. If you haven't watched it, you got to watch this movie. Um, if you're into like dark comedies, horror, there's there's so much this movie has to offer. Joss Whedon came in swinging and really kind of immediately put this into the cult classics and staple horror films. Yeah. And uh like you said, kind of flipped it on its head, really did some different interesting stuff with some some tropes that he had involvement in putting in place and and that <laughs> he really like if anybody was gonna do it, Joss Whedon was was the guy to do it. And he he really made a a really fun movie. Like it's it's pretty dark and fucked up, but it's a blast. I it had me rolling at times. I, I love this film. Yeah. I wholeheartedly it, it it and and I love that like so like I said this movie's about horror tropes so that part of those horror tropes is that these teenagers are supposed to be stupid fucking teenagers you got the stoner kid and the and the and the dumb floozy slut blonde and the and the and the nerdy girl who's who's like fucking too shy to engage with everything and the and the jock dude but none of those characters start off of that they're just like random normal people and they have to be manipulated into these into these stereotypes and tropes it's it the whole movie is just expertly woven i think very creative yeah yeah it's fantastic um just watch it it's so fucking good it's a bummer that it's Joss Whedon who's kind of a piece of shit apparently yeah, he he's really gone down or maybe he's always been that way the guy makes some fucking fire films though I can't yeah. deny that and it sucks because he's he's turning out to be a big piece of shit he wrote it he did not direct it so that's something that's yeah, that's writer, a little solace if you don't want to writer producer <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't direct it, so it's not his. <laughs> yeah. I stand by it. Uh Great yeah. Movie. Yeah. Well just it's wonderful. If you like horror and you like it's a horror comedy for sure. Yeah. Um, so don't don't let that scare you off. It's just just go see it. Where where you where did you say it was? Peacock? Peacock. Right on. Check it out. Cabin in the woods on peacock well boys i think we did it that's it is that a is that an episode is that a sode are we in the bag we bagged it i mean if that's what you want to call it a sode i don't know an epi Uh, mm. we did it boys that's an epi that's that's the sode that's the epi uh cool that's it that's a wrap that's an epi uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Discord. 
Uh, check our website, three guys, one up.com. You can find a link on that website to our Patreon. Click that link. Give us $5 a month and we'll keep talking about dumb shit. Uh, maybe some stuff that's not so dumb. I don't know. Once in a while, once in a while. All right. We will uh, be back next week with a, a Valentine's day episode. So we will all see you then. And good night. Thank you.